All right, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Morning. All right, here we are at for another episode of As the Drum Turns. And uh, hey, we have a website that's coming out. We've been working on it um, very diligently, and I'm excited about that. That's something kind of new happening. Yeah, it looks, looks great. looks great. I, I, you should say you've been working on it because I haven't had a whole lot to do with it, but it looks uh, looks really good and excited about launching it. Yeah, that's right. There's going to be, it's going to look a little bit different, which that's our goal. Um, Brandon Nichols, ha- he is the web developer. He's done a great job and Mr. Mike Zagula. So that's something a little bit interesting that everybody should be able to see for next week. Yeah, it looks cool. All right. So, hey, tell me what's on your mind today. Well, I... Uh, this week, we've been extremely busy here in Tennessee with a lot of night pours. And um, just this week, I guess it was Monday Monday night, <clears throat> one of our uh, one of our batch guys, his wife got sick and, and was going to have to miss. It was right, right at the last minute. And the, we were supposed to have a thousand yard pour on the job at one o'clock. And so he, he called me. And so I went in and, and batched it. At his plant, and uh, it was a it's an older plant. It's got some. Uh, it's it's a little different than some of the plants that we have uh, in in a, in a lot of different ways. It's got a material handling system, and so I get in there and we're batching the first few trucks. I hadn't I've never even run that plant before, but we we got through it. Poor poor went good, but as as you get in there, you realize there's so many intricacies to. Uh, to a concrete plant. Every plant's a little bit different. You guys at Batch, you know this, and <clears throat> this this one was no different. It had all the bindicators weren't working. So when you you couldn't run the, the automatic loader, loader, you had to literally fill the bins every load. It was just, and had to do that from inside the Batch house as opposed to the loader guy doing it because of the, the setup that we have at that plant. And it just got me thinking that, you know, at all of our plants, we've got to keep things fixed. And if you don't watch it, we're all bad about this and certainly not picking on on this guy, but but we're all bad about it. We get used to working around something that's broke instead of just fixing it. You know, I, we, we pull out the duct tape and bailing wire and and thinking, you know, let's just figure it out. And that way we don't have to call plant maintenance. And, you know, that's really not the right approach. You know, if you fix things and keep the facility running correctly. When something happens and your wife's sick or you get a flat tire or whatever the situation is, anybody can jump in there and run that concrete plant. Uh, so I think it's so important as we go is to realize that let's work on getting our facilities at such a level uh, that everything works on that thing. Uh, another example, this morning, they're going to be like, why is he batching so much concrete? I, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> you know, I need to get away, get away from batching concrete, but it's been one of those weeks this week. But this morning, uh, we had a concrete plant and uh, that it was taking forever for the cement to weigh up. The cement just wouldn't fall and the cement blowers messed up on the plant. No telling how long that's been broke. Uh, but instead of loading a truck and that, that plant can load one in about three minutes. It's taking like six minutes. Well, that's that's unacceptable. You know, let's fix it. And there's no excuse not to fix it. We don't need to wait until we can't load the truck at all to get folks over there to fix. And a lot of times you as plant managers, you know how to fix these things. You know what to do. You know, if a, if a solid needs air pads, fix it. If a, if a airline's broke, fix it. You know, if it's if it's vindicators and you can fix it, fix it. You know, there's a lot of things that you guys can take on yourself 
to make sure you got the tools that you need at your plant. And if something's broke, even if it seems insignificant, even if you can work around it during a pour during that day, absolutely. Keep pouring, keep batching concrete. That evening when you get done, fix that thing. You know, it's a site at this plant is dead at night. The lights up at the top of the plant. One of them was working. You need the cameras to run the material uh, to run the turn head up there, you, or you can't f- see because the indicators weren't working, so you can't see how filled up the bins are. Uh, so it's just it's just a fight, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a fight, and I'm not very good at batching, so maybe that's maybe it's me that, that needs to get better too. But, uh, but so do you do that. you think it's more of an issue of people saying, "Hey, you know, I don't typically work on these things." Somebody else comes around <clears> and fixes those, or do you think it's more of like a we're so used to. Uh, something being we're working around it, like you said, that it just kind of becomes a habit. Well, and I think some uh, I think it's both to answer your question. Um, and it, and both answers are wrong. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the first one is, is all of our jobs to have good facilities and you as the plant manager, that's your facility. So you've got to make sure that plant is in good operating order. Secondly, you know, he, that's not the culture we want, you know, to, to work around things, fix it. Fix it right. Nobody's telling you to work around it. And we've seen this with a lot of companies that we've bought. Uh, it, you know, almost all of the companies that we bought is they have cultures of duct tape and bailing wire. You know, let's just figure it out. We're going, you know, we're so good at being, you know, uh, figuring out how to these workarounds and doing it like, you know, <laughs> like somebody, <laughs> like, like people we don't want to reference. We, we, we're just doing it like in a dumb way. Quit being stupid and just yeah. fix it. Yeah. You know, yeah. what are you saving? Uh, Eric Hensley, which uh, he, he cracks me up, but Eric was on a pour down in, in Georgia. I think it was last week. And and somebody, we had a butterfly valve. And instead of just ordering a butterfly valve, this guy tears it apart and cleans it and puts it back together. And, you know, he saves, you know, something like, I think it was $200 or something <laughs> by doing what he did. So he saved $200, but then we lost a load of concrete, cost me $1,000. So are you really saving money by doing some of that stuff that, that just doesn't make good common sense? You're not saving anything. Fix the thing. Fix it right. We want you to fix it right so that when something does happen, we can jump in there, run that plant. Now, you know, a lot of times plant, plant maintenance gets behind and uh, you know things happen and you got to put out the fire the, 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 that's raging that day. Mm-hmm. But don't don't the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So if you got something broke at your plant, keep calling. Try to fix it yourself. Order the parts. If you can't fix it, then you get somebody out there that can. Let your GM know. Let somebody know. But let's let's get things running right. I mean that's that's who we are. That's the kind of company we want to run. And I'm not doing that for. I do it for a lot of reasons. One is we want to take good care of the customer, and and you don't know how your day's going to go if you got stuff kind of hanging on by a thread. But secondly, my goodness, it makes your job a whole lot easier. Uh, if you're if you walk in, everything's running right. You can just hit start, and everything's weighing up, and you don't have gates jogging fifty thousand times, and 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 belts overloaded, and just all the junk that you got to deal with. Then your day's going to be a whole lot easier, and you can focus on the things that that really matter, and that's banging out concrete, you know, and taking care of your customer. So, I think all that's uh. Oh, that's important. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Well, you know, I think sometimes I think people have a lot of great intentions, um, you know, just by, like you said, just kind of a quick fix and a patch. Um, I work at the golf course. This is kind of this 
kind of goes with what you're saying, but I work at the golf course. Uh, my office is there. And every time, you know, I go past, um, I walk by, by these same like golf tees that are in on the, on the pavement. And I think, Oh, somebody should pick that up. Well, that's somebody's me. So I, I can relate to what you're saying. It's just kind of like, go ahead and pick it up. Don't wait on somebody else. Just go ahead and fix it as a, uh, you know, just, just don't wait on somebody. Get it done. Well, and a, and a million little things adds up to be a big thing, you know, especially at night. If you, Man, when you turn the lights off, it's like a whole different world. You know, if you're working on a concrete plant during the day mm-hmm. and you're batching concrete, you ever, I think everyone listening can attest to this, but it's just, it's a whole different scenario as when you turn the lights off. Because when it light goes, when the sun goes down and it's dark outside, if it's going to break, it's going to break in the middle of a big pour. If it's going to fall apart, it's going to fall apart when you're pushing that plant as hard as you can push it. That's when you're going to have your problems. Don't let it get to that point, you know, and that's that's really what we see all the time. And that that pour that that I was on the other day was that's a thousand yard pour, pretty good size pour. The one this morning was a two thousand yard pour. Uh, so two thousand yards, that's a lot of concrete. That's a lot. You know, that's a lot of concrete. Yeah. So we don't, who wants to go full with a belt, a belt overloading and cement won't drop and just phones ring off the hook. And it's just and I'll tell you this, too, while I'm talking, uh, you know. Back, I guess it was, it's been 10 years ago now. I'm getting old, but 10 years ago, I got my CDL. And before then, I finished concrete. You know, I, I finished concrete every day. I was running a crew when I was a young, young guy. And I thought that drivers were, they didn't, they don't know nothing. They just, that's an easy job and driving was nothing. And that's before and you would, you realize that they're actually operators. That's before that. That's <laughs> when I, you know, they're just, a, they were just drivers, you know, and, and that's the way we looked at them. No big, you know, as finishers, sometimes you look down your nose and think, you know, I'd love to be in that air conditioner all day and it's hot outside or whatever situation. Is. But then I got my license. And then we changed the terminology from driver to operator, because <laughs> if you're a driver, if you're if you're a driver and, and you become an operator, like we talk about, if you're an operator, man, that's a hard job. You go do that every day and you're in this, you know, three by three box and you get people hollering at you and you're trying to take concrete on the right slump and you're in and out of that truck and hustling and you got somebody breathing down your neck to keep your truck clean and be safe and, and all these different things that you're expected to do. That's a difficult job, you know, and and those guys a lot of times go uh, underappreciated and and we appreciate you. And I didn't realize it until 10 years ago. I got my license and then we're running these night pours and, you know, and we run to be honest, we run too many of, them. you know, me and, and dad and Ryan and uh, so many of us, Eric, I, you know, all these guys are we're working day and night trying to stay, keep it, you know, mm-hmm. keep up with everything. And and so you appreciate those guys because you did it. And, and my point is, I got to loading all that concrete the other night, and I realized batching that concrete is pretty hard, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got its own – it's got things that's really hard about it, too, especially when you're in the middle of a pour. And then you get into your day stuff, and your night pour didn't go good, and it's running into your day and your first round, and you get two guys that lay out on you. You know, and that's why it's – you don't realize until you do somebody's job just how difficult that job can be. Uh, and, and, and some of the things that I, I think it's important for us all to realize that when we say you're on, you know, you're on, you're in this together, you're, everybody needs to row the boat the same direction. Mm-hmm. We don't say that out of a place of inexperience. We say that out of a place of experience is that it's hard 
when you don't show up and you lay out on us on first round as an operator. It's hard when your plant's not running right. You know, when when gates are jogging or whatever it is, you know, bendicators aren't working in my case or, you know, the loader needs fixed or things aren't happening. It's hard when things aren't running the way they ought to run. But it's so easy when everybody jumps in there together, rowing the boat the same direction, how, how, how good the day goes. It goes so good when everybody's on the same page and everything's running right. Things are fixed. And uh, we're all trying to, to do it in the spirit of perfection. So with all that being said, it sounds like, you know, what we really need to focus on is um, making sure that we have our facilities in great shape um, all the time. So that way, when we don't know what's going to happen, you don't know what the next day is going to, uh, what's going to come out of that next day. We, we just have to have them up and running. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody being there and doing the, doing the same things uh, and making sure that all of our plants are running the way that Smyrna Ready Mix expects them to run. And, and, and people ask us all the time, it's, it kind of ties into this point, is, is <clears throat> why do we run the same systems everywhere? And, and a lot of this ties into what I'm trying to say here is that when something happens, we all know what to do. We know that uh, if it's a Marcot batch panel, which we run Marcot in every plant, uh, if it's Marcot batch panel, there's all of us can help you. You know, we can you can call anybody and and help you without any any issue. Mm-hmm. And it's really the the Southwest model, mm-hmm. uh, Southwest Airlines, and it's where kind of where we got it from. Is is they run the exact same plane. They run the uh, they they have a process in which they do everything. Everything's the, the same, and no matter if they're flying out of uh, Nashville or they're flying out of Houston or Dallas. You know it's what you're the same get. plane. You know yeah. what you're going to get, and they treat everybody the same, and they're able to work on things the same, same operating systems, the same HR systems, the same everything. And that's what we want to do, right? Is that you know when you walk into our plant, you're going to see a Marcot batch panel, you're going to see Joe Nail dispatching software. There's going to be a Terex front dump underneath that hole getting loaded. It's going to have Bridgestone tires on it. It's going to have a DD13. You're going to have engines, your five, five you know. principles plaque. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's going to be. So consistent. And so when you walk into one plant, everything's pristine, running, loading a truck in less than four minutes. Everything's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. And then you walk into another plant, it's like a whole different company. Mm-hmm. That's We don't want that. You know, I want every plant to, to have that same culture running through it all the time. So, you know, and I think, man, it's, I think everybody does a good, pretty good job at it. All right, Jeff. Um, Hey, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. Thanks.